for our listeners who are actually many of them would actually be new to jiu jitsu they they are into sports they might be into sports but still new to jiu jitsu so for them would love to from you would love to understand as a new individual looking at the world of sports fitness health how should i view jiu jitsu like why jiu jitsu for, for like out of everything else in the world So one of the things that um I expressed a bit earlier was that I never expected jiu-jitsu to become such a big part of my life. And I think one of the things that took me by surprise was that it was not a sport for the sake of being just another way to exercise, right? So like when I would go to the gym, I would have to be conscious of how long I was running on the treadmill, how many sets I was doing my bicep curls. And so I'm thinking a lot about the actual exercise itself. What I love about jiu-jitsu is that it is a practice. And so a lot of us show up to class and we go on autopilot. We're there to learn, but what we don't see is as we're learning we're also exercising. So in an hour's time, you've not only acquired new knowledge, which I think is hugely beneficial for our minds and our bodies, but then beyond that, we've also done something with our bodies, right? And so the idea of exercising for the sake of exercising or exercising with purpose in mind, I think it takes a lot of load and pressure off this idea of oh like I have to sweat, I have to build muscle because we're doing more than just exercising. The other thing that I think is really powerful about jiu-jitsu beyond even other martial art practices or combat art practices and by that I mean like boxing, kickboxing, karate, taekwondo is jiu-jitsu does a brilliant job of weaving theory and practice together very well. And what I mean by that is we go and we learn something, right? So we learn the theory, we understand what we're supposed to be doing. But beyond that, we actually have the ability to then go practice and apply it right away. So it kind of burns the knowledge in much more effectively than theory just by itself. And so when we're just doing forms or we're just doing combos and we're not applying it against another human body or we're not having that energy come back at us, I don't want to say that it's less effective, but it's a different experience. And so much of what we do in a combat sport is we engage with another person's energy. And jiu-jitsu really allows you to do that without the consequence of perhaps getting a concussion, right? I remember when I would go to boxing practice and they'd say you're going to spar today, you have to have somebody drive you there and drive you home just in case you get hit in the head. But in jiu-jitsu, if you practice enough self-control and awareness, you should be tapping before you get to the point of injury, right? So, I think there's just a lot of birds we can kill with one stone when we do jiu-jitsu. Right. No, I think that's an amazing answer. I think some of these things I could definitely relate to. The first few months in the gym felt like any of the workout, but I think one of the things that happened almost within a few weeks, uh maybe like a couple of months is that uh, your ego just gets into check very very fast. Like you learn to tap, right? And uh, once you learn to tap, you know, okay, here are my existing limits. and uh, i'm here to learn practice and sort of like fight in a playful way and not sort of like uh, with the intention to hurt anybody or uh, to hurt myself as well first of all well that's the hope right that's the hope i mean i i don't know how it is by you but i think that i still see a lot of some people are very stubborn about letting go and so you know i tell a lot of new students when they say oh well this is kind of a ballistic activity am i going to get hurt and i said look you could get hurt walking across the street but the reality is you have to practice some self control and awareness in this sport and more often than not when people get hurt doing jiu jitsu i find it less to be an accident of your opponent did something to you most of the time it's 
you didn't t- like you did not want to let go and you should have and therefore you twisted your arm or you know you bent your knee the wrong way you know and uh i think it's really it's very humbling which is which is a good practice no no absolutely and i think there are, there's so many and to to your point there's so many life principles and i think when you think about the human physiology uh when when you take up either jiu jitsu or judo or even like something that that's got to do with with um little bit of understanding of the human physiology like i think the first time i started training for jiu jitsu i realized what is the best way to fall on the ground so that you don't end up hurting your neck and having a concussion right so that's a super interesting principle because you don't plan for these things ever right you uh, it, when it happens it happens yes uh, <laughs> yeah for somebody getting started with jiu jitsu what would be your top 3 pointers advice or whatever essentially from your side know your why like know why you're doing this or you know just always keep that in mind because i think that it is very easy when we start doing things subjectively we just we enter into something very naively and in jiu jitsu it can get very complicated and layered uh in terms of ecosystems and teams and politics and I think it's very important to remember always why you started doing this. What was it about this sport that drew you in? And to remember that deeply because I think it should serve as an anchor. It should ground you. If you lose sight of yourself 2 years in or 5 years in or 20 years in, you can always bring yourself back to this is why I began and this is why I should this is what I should bring myself back to. Those things can always evolve, but usually your first instinct is a good instinct. Another thing is I also think, you know, surrounding yourself with good ecosystems is really po- like it's it's an important thing. So, I always advise new people, even the ones that come to my school, to not just sign up at my school. I always push them to go, you know, oh, you had two or three places you wanted to check out. Please go check out those two or three other places. Please go satisfy your curiosity, make an educated decision why you're going to do this not that. Reason being, I think culture and environment is so important, not only for the student but for the sustainable culture and longevity of the school, right? So like you want to find an ecosystem that you feel you can be a part of, not something that you're kind of forcing yourself to fit into. And there's so many different energies, so many different schools out there. You want to find a place where you truly feel like, oh, I they some of these people will become like family, maybe closer than family to you because you're going to see them multiple times a week and you're going to be doing the hardest thing of your week with them. So I think it's really really important that you're aware of the place that you choose to be a part of. The last thing I would say is framing your growth Are you growing for survival or are you growing for excellence? So if you're growing for survival, it's kind of like, oh, I just have to get through this class and I'm only going to go to two classes this week and then I'm done, right? Or are you growing for excellence? If you're growing for excellence, it might be, hey, I can handle two classes a week right now physically, but I'd like to work up to 3 or 4. I'm really interested in learning more about this new guard system, so I'm going to invest some hours off the mats in studying this thing or I'm going to make some friends and drill these things off off to the side. When we frame our learning around excellence, it's a, it's abundance. It, anything is possible. We can always do more to get better. If we're framing our growth around survival, it's about doing the bare minimum to meet the line. And so, if you know how you're going to frame your learning, I think it can really shape how your practice is cultivated and what you get out of it. And hopefully, you get to see a lot of growth. Wow, this is 
Well, this is not just advice for jujitsu. I feel this is just great advice for life. Uh, yes. <laughs> find your why. Uh, find your community, right? And uh, basically, what's your growth framework? Are you looking for excellence or survival? Right. It's uh, such an amazing concept. And first of all, thanks a ton, Emily, for making it here. And I really appreciate the time uh, and uh, I think all the amazing wisdom. I think uh, this is going to inspire a lot of a lot of athletes to actually explore jiu-jitsu or some of the existing folks who are into jiu-jitsu to actually continue on their journey and and uh, be inspired by your journey as well. I think secondly, uh, personally, I think uh, this inspires me further to uh, to pursue jiu-jitsu. I think it's been such a refresher and I, I really loved the conversation. And uh, I think what I'm going to do next is to find my community. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Mohit. I'm really, I'm, I'm glad. And, and thank you so much for seeking me out. And uh, it's been a pleasure.